Thanks a lot. Alright, now that I'm all decked out in my last place Chicago Blackhawks gear, let's look at movies. Let's pick one out. They're giving me the option to pick one out for once. It's not going to be up to the ping pong balls this time. Let's see what we got. Absurd Brain Scan from 1994. Dangerously Close from 1986. Darkness Rising. Dead Dudes in the House. Okay. Alright, what we got here? Let's Fuck it, let's do it. 1991, it's a killer year. All right, we got some some bros hanging out. Very 90s. There's a, a giant that lives in the house, apparently, because an old lady face fills the entire window. That's a little strange. This looks like a quaint house in the middle of the day. It's not very terrifying, uh, you know, minus the old lady giant that lives upstairs in the attic. All right, well, dead dudes in the house. They appear to be living. Uh, that lets me know they're all going to die. Well, thank you so much for letting me know. The house appears to be falling over. And we'll see how this goes. Oh, God. There's a single dog hair just floating around, dancing in front of me. Like the... Like Forrest Gump. Just... 1948. Those guys were clearly dressed in 90s garb. Hi. Uh, who are you? I'm Phoenix. Oh, who, who, is that your friend? Who is that? Is there a... Oh, oh, she goes again. She's pacing. Okay, got some old Victorian furniture. Right, we got a old lady walking around with a knife. That's clearly a grown man in old lady gear. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Shitty Movie Showdown, episode 35. Today I watched two movies, uh, two brilliant films, I would say. One of them being 1988's Dead Come Home, slash The House on Tombstone Hill, slash 1991's Dead Dudes in the House. They couldn't fucking decide on a movie title. Uh, let me explain why I own this real quick. When I was little, I watched a movie on TV. I don't know what channel it was. Must have been like an HBO because there's plenty of swearing in this movie. But I watched it and then years later, all I could remember, I kept thinking about it from time to time, and all I could remember was an old lady in a house killing people while they're trying to paint. And he's picking them off one by one. And I remember it being, I thought it was kind of a horror movie. And I thought it was black and white, but that's just my memory. I remember in black and white, apparently. And I remember the guy at the end opening the door and getting a hatchet in the head. I distinctly remember the hatchet in the head. And then fast forward, I don't know, I'm, that must have been 1992, 93. And then fast forward to 2004, 2005, where I'm on IMDb going, what's that movie? And the message board's like, what's that movie where, and I described everything I just said. And finally, someone actually got back to me. So after, I don't know, 13 years of searching for a movie, ends up being this little gem. So I ordered it on eBay, and it quickly arrived. And I gathered all my friends together in film school, and we watched it. And I was like, guys, this movie, I remember it being badass. And, and I put this in, The House on Tombstone Hill. It's just the worst. It's just the worst goddamn movie. It was depressing as hell, watching everyone go, why did you like that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. My childhood memories. I'm sorry. It was so much cooler in my in my brain than it was in real life. It's a disgusting looking house. Everybody, I think it's a smart move. Hey, Steve thinks it's a smart move. 
Well, if you think it's a smart move, Steve, then we all know it's definitely a bad move. <laughs> Are you guys going to start already? <laughs> he flipped. Oh, wonderful. Hey, Mark, I think you made a good choice. Place looks like it has a lot of potential. Can we see Mark? Let's take a look around. Oh, Mark. Hey, oh, no, he's gone. It was fun seeing Mark. He doesn't stick around long, but he's, he's a blast. Hey, yo. Come here, you guys. Check this out. Yo, it's a fucking tombstone. I told you, Tony died here. We buried him. Where trespassing is a matter of life or death. This film is heartily recommended. Film Threat Magazine. Anyway, that movie's fucking terrible. I started watching it uh, early in the morning. And it was a great way to wake up. Let me say that. Because it's just the simplest little story. A bunch of fucking dildos show up at a house. Wait, wait, wait. Let me back up. 1948. Some old lady's pacing back and forth in the living room while her comatose daughter sits there on the couch just staring at you. And then there's a dead guy on the ground and they don't explain what happened and then it cuts forward 40 years, which makes it 1988. Despite this movie saying Dead Dudes in the House 1991, it's made in 1988. Look at the credits with a different title. 1988, The Dead Come Home. So we got three names for the movie. Oh. Oh. We we going back to them? Oh no, it's over. What the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, uh, some some dildo fucking buys the house, is bringing along his dildo friends to fix up the house. They move in, and then immediately they see the old lady. In my head, they didn't see her to the end. In the movie, right off the bat, and she doesn't seem creepy. She's like, "Hello." Great. Just great. How'd she get in here? She oh. probably busted a Meet her right away, huh? Door. Okay. Can we help you? I'm the immortal stabber. I'm gonna go over there and smack her. She is creepy looking. Yeah, just right to her face. she speak? You have to get out, you understand? I've got an upset stomach and a hunchback. See? I hear Simple none of this. Simple as that. Didn't head toward the exit. Hey, do you want me to go with you? No, no, you stay here. I'll be back. You're just gonna insult her some more. They all huddle together in masses instead of like believe. dividing around the house. And it's clearly a 30-year-old man in old lady makeup and wearing an old dress. And it's, it works. I will say I want to make fun of it, but the old lady is the only thing in this movie that works. The face looks terrible, but they did a good job with her character. I don't know if I want to use that word. If I'm, am I that bold? So I said, I'm going to go ahead and say character. I'm just going to stick with it, guys. I said it. I'm just going to go with it. Fuck it. Their character is great. She, she, like, I, oh, I killed him. He bled so much. And you're next. Like, she reminds me of, like, Pepperidge Farm remembers when I stabbed your friend in the back. Now it's your turn. Yes, you'll remember what it's like having a hatchet in the skull. Pepperidge Farm remembers. So do I. She's going to rifle through the old lady's panties. Any moment now. Read her diary, her sex diary. Hey. I know about your boyfriend. What about my boyfriend? I didn't know. I killed him. <laughs> what do you think all that blood came from? It's your boyfriend's blood. <laughs> I also have bad dialogue ears. She's talking a lot more than I thought she would. 
I could kill you with this. Now move! You could kill her by pretty much sneezing on her at this point. That's how she talks. It's very weird. It's, uh, it's such a strange move that it makes the old lady actually intimidating. Instead of if they went, and she's like crawling along the walls and like all modern horror movies and pops out at the shadows. No, this old lady's just like, I killed your friend. You're next. And it makes it actually kind of creepier because I don't know what the fuck she's going to do next. I have no idea. There's nothing. I've never seen anything to go off here in a different movie. I don't know what's going to happen. But pretty much it's just them getting picked off one by one. We got our main character who dies immediately. I think he's the guy that plays the old lady, judging by how quickly he dies in the movie. But then when the old lady kills him, they come back as zombies. And I, at first I was like, oh, they're ghosts. It's like American Horror Story Season 1, where if they die in the house, they're ghosts. But then I realized, no, their bodies aren't there anymore. They're zombies. Because the friends will beat him to death, and they die after that. So they're zombies. But the old lady makes them zombies? Why? The guy in the beginning of the movie that she killed in the 40s wasn't a zombie. I don't quite get it. What makes you think you just leave? <coughs> what are you doing? You want to go get a... Go into the bedroom? <laughs> what about my responsibilities, huh? Dearest snookums? Recording audio on set. Failed that, didn't we? Yeah. There's a part of this movie, a little nugget, not just because of nostalgia, but there's a part of it I kind of liked. It's a very small part and very specific part. It's the, they had an interesting story to tell. They didn't have any money to tell it or any actors that could perform that story, but there's a, something in there that I liked and it ended up being better in American Horror Story, obviously. But it's just the old lady killing them one by one and letting them know how she's gonna kill them. And it's interesting deaths that, it, this is the thing I, I was saying I like in this movie is at one point, one of the guys goes out for beer because Bob the Dildo fucking tells him to go get beer because Bob can't work without beer. Hey Kevin, the old lady actress didn't show up. You mind throwing on some makeup and acting like you're an old lady for the entire movie? Well, we didn't bring any beer anyway. I'm sorry. I guess I should have bought some. You're putting me on. You gotta have beer. I'm not putting you on. I didn't bring any. Don't you know that a carpenter's tools are his hammer, nails, and beer? Here, Joey, go to the place you passed a few miles back and get a case, all right? Why don't you just give it up for one day? I have to have it to work, all right? Is he sensitive or... Yep, that's, the way, that's how you salute. In this man's army. So the, the guy leaves, and later on, they all get trapped in the house. They try to break out the windows. They can't break. I can't imagine why the plexiglass in front of the windows won't break. I don't know. All the doors. This movie is a battle of doors. I'm just going to get into that right the fuck now. Most of this movie is either A, people fighting doors. I think you might break it. Why don't you just give me the key? Let the pro do it. Okay. Well, don't look so, you know, downtrodden. I mean, it clearly wasn't working. No, you just have to treat it gently. Look in the knob. I'm gonna be the last to survive. I'll get it. Oh, you can do it better. I'll get it. You just have to put pressure on the door while you turn. Are you pulling? Are you Muppet babies in this where you put pull the door and hold your hand over it? It doesn't work. Just be another door. 
these impenetrable wood doors. What's going on? Well, Bob and I are going to check for another door. Bob needs his fresh air. You got a problem with that? Why do they hang out with Bob? Bob's a real dick. Bob's been different since the accident. So aggressive. Do you want tetanus? Let me try. Everyone loves this. Try doors in this movie. Good God. Hey, let me try. Got to do bang my fist against Shut the door. Shut up. Let me get that door for you here. Can't be this stuck. Mind if I try? Can't get either. Sometimes if you're real gentle, it'll go. Oh. Everyone's got their advice on door opening. Bob's getting another cigarette over there, so he clearly doesn't in his fresh air. Make sure you huddle together, though. All crowd the door. It really scares it. If you trap a door in a corner, it's gonna, it's gonna strike. You'll get it. He's got a perfect record today. You gotta, you gotta get in there. Hey, it clicked. Clicked? Come on, it clicked. Let's get a clip. Get it. Get attack it. The house with nails and all the doors. The movie. It's a four-story house. Maybe he's in a different floor. And we're hanging here for some reason? Okay. Hey, if it was that hard to open, do you think Mark's behind the door? People close doors and jam them and nail them shut when they walk through them, right? Are they ghost windows? What's going on? What do you mean you can't break the glass? It's like they put a layer of plexiglass in front of it when I can see it right there. It's moving about. Over the window frame, too. It's strange. Steve, stand back! Yep, this worked so well before. In this house. I always get undressed before I go to bed. Where are you going to bed? It's just the wind. Or B, people walking around looking for other characters shouting their name, which is a staple of low-budget horror movies, especially direct-to-video direct 80s movies. It's just wandering around the woods going, Charlie? Charlie, but this house, this, this is a movie in a house, so it's lots of looking in. Mike, Craig, Susan, lots of that, nonstop. Mark. Wanna watch Dead Dudes in the House with me? I know you do. She's looking for an old lady in Mark. Can't find Mark and doors can't be opened. Now you're up to speed. Stop fooling around. Do you want me to help look for Mark? Cause this would be quicker if we just both conquer and divide here. You know what? While you look for Mark, I'm going to go get some more coffee. Take my recording gear and go. I'll look for Mark over by the coffee pot. I can't watch you look for Mark anymore. I'm sorry. Stupid bitch. She's a stupid bitch looking for Mark. I think she can't hear me over here. Stupid bitch. Mark, where's Mark? Mark? Okay, I need you to open the door because I can't do it. Mark. I'm still looking for Mark. Great. For some reason, Bob goes, he's going to get back with the beer. He's going to realize the shutters are all closed. He's going to save us, guys. Don't even worry about it. He starts to climb the window, into the window, and then he's on the ladder, and, he, and the ladder falls over, obviously, and he's sitting there, and the old lady fucking, like, chops his hands off, his fingers. He falls, uh, obviously, and then she grabs a pole and just throws it down at him, and it's, it goes into his stomach, and it's an interesting. It's not... It doesn't sound that great when I describe it. It worked in the movie, especially when you consider how little money they have. They made it interesting, at least. 
Are they f flying off by their own accord, or is she flicking them off with a machete? What the fuck was that? No. The fuck is she gonna drop on them right now? Pipe. Okay. That'll, that'll do it. Kind of a clever death, okay. I wish I could see where it went. Out of nowhere, they show this moonlit, this romantic moonlit silhouette of two characters who we don't see because it's a silhouette. That's how silhouettes work. Pay attention. And then they're having a little conversation. One's in a lawn chair. It looks like the Maxell cassette cover. Is it live or is it Maxell? I don't remember. But he's uh, having a conversation. They walk away. And then we realize they're going to the house because that's what they're talking about. These two characters show up at the house. And then one of them in a Dolphins jersey is immediately killed. And then another one survives. He's one of the last guys that's alive. They, you know, they battle each other. There's interesting Bob. Uh, and I forget the other guy's name. Two characters I fucking hated when they were alive, but I love their zombie versions. They were great. They were entertaining as hell when they were zombies. I may, I may be overselling this a little bit. Just a teensy bit. But it was comparatively... Compared to the first half of the movie, it was entertaining as hell when they were zombies. They were fun. Here's some examples. Cut to examples. This is for you for future when you're editing this. Do, do the examples now. <laughs> oh dear God, do the examples. <laughs> you're making me look a fool. I like Zombie Steve. He's my favorite of all the characters so far. Doing a song in the public domain Cause we don't want to pay for the rights What are we looking at? And we don't want to pay for the song We're not even gonna pay for lights A little dumbwaiter, what is that? I don't know what we're looking at One guy dies right away peeping on the old lady's daughter who's in a bra for no reason and thank fucking Christ she didn't show her tits because I feel real bad for actresses that show their tits in these low budget horror movies because there's just nothing to get out of it and the guy in the dolphin shirt dies the other guy runs off and he helps our main character whose name I cannot remember I think his name is Steve and then they fight the old lady for like fucking crazy they kill the other zombies who cares they fight the old lady like crazy and it's just non-stop he shoves a fucking screwdriver through her skull she just pulls it out and I'm like, what is even the point of trying to survive this shit? Because you clearly can't win. She's not going to let you win. This game is rigged. It's unfair. It's a carnival game at this point. Fuck it. Fucking give it up. Stab yourself. Maybe you won't turn into a zombie if you kill yourself. I don't know. Then what's the point? At this... It this oh, no blood on the other side. Uh, what's the point? I don't... It doesn't fucking matter then. I can't leave the house and I can't kill you, then it doesn't fucking matter. Do what you gotta do. I hate when movies are like this. They literally can't win. So what's the point of rooting for them? This is the uh, the grudge. My problem with the grudge. Or the ring. Oh, I can't win? That's fun for the audience. Just smacking him over and over. Good God. Oh, how are these guys still alive? Our new kid dies, and then Steve limps out. The, the door finally opens because sun sun came up, and apparently that unlocks all the doors that they battled against the whole fucking movie. Steve goes outside, and for no reason he leans up and he's like, "I'm gonna turn around and just face the 
He's looking to the door for oh! And we see the, the kid that snuck in and he hits him with a hatchet. Only we don't see the hatchet hit him in the face. And I was like, it's like a child's imagination. Just my, my child's imagination is filled in that space there. And I remember the hatchet going into his face. But apparently that's not what happened. We don't see it. Unless they recut this movie when they made it Dead Dudes in the House compared to House on Tombstone Hill or Dead Come Home. Unless they edited that part out. I'm going to go ahead and bet more on my shit childhood memory. Just misremembered it. That's just what I'm going to go ahead and, and chalk that up to. Either way, solid flick. 10 out of 10. Wonder what happened? Some silent ass credits. Jesus Christ. So if we were just kept walking out on the porch, it'd been fine. Ugh, don't look back. That's what it means. That's what this movie's all about. Don't look back on your past. You gotta keep moving forward. Keep moving down that porch of life, you know? Get to the car, drive off, and, and, and rip off that rear view mirror. Don't even look back. Just snap that shit off. You turn around, Travis Bickle's gonna get you with that little hatchet. And I don't care. That's right, you gotta not care. You gotta look you gotta keep going forward, you know? It's very, it's very clear to me what this message of this movie is. It's a thing like a thrush. Yeah, you just gotta, you know, when all your, all your friends get killed with hatchets and saw blades and and poles and two by fours and windows and uh, poles thrown out windows, you gotta, you gotta keep moving on. You gotta keep moving forward. Don't look back. Just accept it. Um, no way. The old lady was played by a guy named Douglas. No way. Um, you gotta keep going. You gotta just not worry about it. And move on. Life's too important to look back at your ghost friends. You know, something awful shit happens. Movies get made without lights or sound. Sometimes not even without plot. Sometimes you gotta look around rooms for seemingly hours on end, looking for friends shouting names in the darkness. While an old lady chases you. And you got to not look back on that sort of shit. You got to just let it go. Let it go. Let it, let it slide right off you. But you know, it's got to be like water. You got to keep flowing. You just got to keep moving forward. You got to keep going. You turn around look back at life. You get a hatchet in the face. Sometimes literally. That's what this movie means. This is, it's like Mother. The movie Mother. It's, a, it's in a house. It's based on, you know, biblical things. And, you know, Jesus. And, and all that sort of stuff. It's based on God. This is not not that dissimilar, really. It's it's uh, allegorical as well. It's, it's it's about moving on with your life and not looking back. And thank you to all those people, the Glensfoot Mansion. That's uh, don't look back at the Glensfoot Mansion. You got to keep keep driving, keep going. Sometimes you remake uh, and rip off Evil Dead. Sometimes you do that, and just you just got to keep moving forward and not even think about what you're doing. Just keep going, and, and holy shit, this is still on screen. And you look back, hatch to the face. And just, it's that. C'est la vie. That's what happens. How do I rate this? I'm going to go with Dead Come Home. Was like a five. Uh, House on Tombstone Hill. I'll give it a three because the title didn't make any sense. There's only one tombstone. Why would it be Tombstone Hill? Didn't make any sense. There was a house. I get that part. Dead dudes in the house. I'm going to give it a seven uh, because the title made more sense. The poster's a fucking lie. Though, so I'm going to downgrade that to a one. Yep. 
The poster made that much of a difference. I fucking hate when movies put actors on the poster who are not in the film. And yes, it is a film. I hate when they do that. Staple of directive VHS movies in the late 80s, early 90s. Just putting anybody on the front cover. It doesn't fucking matter who it is. It'll sell. That's, that guy's not in the movie. That guy's not in the movie. None of these guys are in the movie. I fucking hate it. I, I, just, I despise it. So I will say this as a, as a synopsis of this movie. Fuck childhood memories. They will always lead you astray. And here we go. Dead end drive-in. Oh, Jesus Christ. God, shit out of me. Sydney, okay. Tahiti, December 3rd, 1988. Told destroyed by a nuclear accident. Pacific fishing grounds polluted. Yeah, Cape Town April 1st. Oh, it's April 1st joke, though. It's April Fool's. The Great White Massacre. 103,000 people die. So now you're going to the future. This is not what I expected for this movie. Oh, Jesus, God. Sorry. Natalie McMurray. Peter Whitford running along, running along, running along. Next to the Pink Floyd Pigs album. Pink Floyd Animals album. After I watched Dead Dudes in the House, I watched my Vikings not make the playoffs. And then I watched Dead End Drive-In from 1986. And it wasn't what I expected. The poster looks like a vampire movie, like Fright Night. It looks like a movie where they got stuck in like some sort of, like, like From Dust Till Dawn, where they're stuck in a building, or the drive-in in this, in this case, trying to escape evil. That was not what happened in this movie. What the fuck was this movie? I didn't know it was Australian. That was a surprise. Didn't know it was going to be about like a weird post-apocalyptic world like Mad Max. It was basically Mad Max mixed with Fright Night mixed with... I don't even know if I want to say it's mixed with Fright Night. It was so fucking shitty. Basically, the apocalypse has happened. Economic apocalypse, I believe. The, the opening crawl had a bunch of... Like all these different years and events that happened. I, it, I don't know if it mattered. I really don't. But it's all this weird shit that happened, Mad Max style. Where, like, the world's over, but, like, economically, not so much, you know, n no fucking nukes went off or anything. And it's just, like, this chaotic world where gangs rove the streets, and apparently they're called the Cowboys. We're a raincoat. Hey, fuck off. Wanna sell your shoes? Ha 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 Oh, it's dead for you. I want your fucking shoes. I'm going for my marks. <laughs> and they all drive cars and, and yell at people. And everyone in this movie, everyone in this movie is like a side character from Back to the Future 2, where they're all like mischievous, but they're all PG-13 mischievous. So they're like, hey, throwing bottles. Hey. And I'm like, why don't you fucking stab the guy? Instead, they're just like, no, I'll leave. And they leave instead of fucking up someone. What's two wheels off my car? Which car? 56 Chevy? Yeah. Oh, but the work I want Unless you got the power. So it's like all this PG-13 pretend violence stuff. But then later on, our main character smashes a guy in the head with a brick several times. Make up your mind, movie. And there's titties. What are you going for? What's happening in this movie? Why? The whole premise of this movie is our strange little, I don't know what you want to call him, 
Australian Kevin Bacon. I guess that's what I'm going to go with. He steals his brother's car to take his hot girlfriend out to a movie. They go into the compound where the movie, a drive-in movie, uh, gate shuts behind him. It's electrified. They drive into the thing. They drive fucking forever just around this lot. It's a massive complex. Cardboard police car? What the hell's that? Not here. Why not? For the love of fucking Christ, park the goddamn car. And then while they're fucking, because obviously they're fucking, someone steals their tires. They realize it's a cop car. And then the next day, they go back to the guy who sold them the tickets, and they're like, hey, someone stole my tires. And he's like, okay, what, what, about, what do you want me to do about it? This sucks, man. I guess you're living here now. And I'm not exaggerating. They live there after that. They do not leave this place. And he's like, I guess we'll go home. He's like, how are you going to get home? You don't have a car. And he's like, oh, shit, yeah. Well, I guess we'll walk. He's like, it's illegal to walk on the freeway. Oh, okay. I guess we're stuck here forever then. That's the plot of this movie. They drive onto the lot. They close the gates behind him. There's an electric fence going all around. It's a fucking prison now. You can just waltz right into this fucking prison and good luck getting out. You're stuck there. You can't get out. The cops are for, the cops are rigging the game so you can't get out. This movie's fucking stupid. None of the plot made any fucking sense. It's like a, the rest of the movie is him trying to you know, scavenge parts from other cars. There's a whole racist section I didn't understand. There's... It's just this gang fucking with him. The most effeminate, weird, strange all over the place gang. This is where he gets in the fight and smashes the guy with a brick. And then the girlfriend starts to churn and like, I like living here. It's, I feel free. And apparently she's on the run from their parents, which makes seeing her weird fake spray gold tits weird because now I know she's underage and I just started banging in the back of a car. Honestly, they're, they're looking for car parts after that and the guy gets in gang fights and they eat at a creepy diner. I'm really gonna skim through this movie because I didn't know what the fuck happened. It, it was the most drawn out movie I've ever watched on this show, I think. It just kept dragging out and it was so repetitive and the same things over and over. It was, guy talks to girlfriend. Girlfriend goes off on her own and talks to someone. Guy goes off on his own and talks to someone. Maybe he goes jogging. They meet back up, gang fight, looks for car parts, repeat. Talks to the guy that owns the ticket booth, the guy who runs the place. They have a little buddy-buddy until he's suddenly mad at him again. And then all the Asians show up, and then it gets really racist. Really racist. They're very concerned that these slopes are going to rape all their women. They've been there three and a half minutes, and from what they showed, they were all like families with little kids. That's what it looked like to me. They're concerned they're going to rape them. Where you been? I don't like being out there with them around. Who's them? 50 million Asians out there. <laughs> Why be scared of them? They could rape me or anything. Us whites have got to stick together, whether we like each other or not. Otherwise, we're stuffed, aren't we? He's <laughs> a funny cow. You look around, there's fucking slopes everywhere. Think about this for a second, all right, all right? Uh, just a second. What about our women? Yeah. 
How long before one of these zipper heads decides to rape one of our women? I don't know what th this movie was supposed to be commenting on. I don't, I don't know. It was a social commentary I'm not aware of. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. I, I don't want no part of it. I just want to distance myself from this movie as far as I can. Because it was not okay. Not because of the racist stuff. You do got to do with racist stuff. We got past, past Birth of a Nation in this country. But I just, it was fucking terrible. I don't want to be around it. That's why I want to distance myself. It was fucking terrible, repetitive, and I hated it. So, so let's show down these shitty movies. Oh, before, before I do that, let's talk about the car chase at the end. That wasn't repetitive and boring at all. Stop, stop. We got Looney Tunes sound effects on the guns. Listen. Oh man, this movie. Those police cars are just cardboard. Ridiculous. The fence. Go for the fence. Go for the fucking fence, asshole. God damn it. I can't take any more of this. I can't. I just going around circles, just going around circles. <laughs> With no, no apparent plan, but going in circles. That's great, okay, yep. Just, are you gonna, oh, you're gonna go in the circle? Yep, and then you're gonna fire the machine gun and go continue to chase them in circles. Okay, now we'll show down these shitty movies. We're gonna show down these shitty movies. Yay. Oh God, are we ready? Can you, can you tell which one I'm gonna pick? Oh God. So I was a little harsh on Dead and Drive-In in, in, the, in the review just now. I literally just finished it. Uh, there's parts of it I liked. There's a world in there I like. Just the premise in which they had the characters there was fucking stupid. It would have been fine if they were kept there against their will and they made that very apparent with like armed guards and like some sort of threat. But the whole time I'm like, just, I can see houses right there. Just go to them. No bastard ever gets out of here, right? We're all fucking stuck here forever, right? You swear a lot, don't you, son? Sorry. I can see houses. Go to the houses. They're right goddamn there. There's a car, there's roads. Open the toolbox, will you, son? Mm, you stupid son of a bitch movie. Go on, open it. You're only stuck there if you refuse to give up the car. I don't give a shit anymore. I see houses. One for me, take one for yourself. It's a thin little electric wire that goes around and it's like, fuck, we're here forever. And everyone else appears to want to be there. So our main character just needs to get out. He just, just leave. I don't, it seems so much easier than they made it in the movie. They didn't have, they didn't do enough to show me that he was being held there against his will. Besides a ticket booth salesman that's going, sorry man, sorry mate, you're stuck here. That was it. 
And then we're supposed to believe he's stuck there. Someone show he has to kill policemen to get out. Kill policemen to get out. Kill the ticket ticket booth guy to get out. Kill everybody to get out. Make it good. What the fuck's he gonna do to him? Officer. Get him! Get him! And in the end, he's just driving away, crying. I guess now I'm done with my dead-end drive-in review. Now let's move on to the shitty movie showdown. This, this thing, I'm not doing it again. Um, so. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. We got House on Tombstone Hill slash dead dudes in the house. I forgot what the next word was. I going to say dead men don't wear plaid. That's a Steve Martin weird movie. Uh, or... The Dead Come Home versus Dead and Drive-In. I purposely went with two movies that begin with the word dead, even though this doesn't say dead on there. Obviously, the winner being the shittier movie, this is a shitty movie showdown, we choose the shittiest, is going to be Dead and Drive-In. I can't believe that I'm saying that after I watched Dead Dudes in the House. I was like, oh, this is going to be so much better. This movie, the poster looks better than the entire movie combined of Dead Dudes in the House. Little did I know how fucking stupid and nonsensical Dead End Drive-In was going to be. I cannot focus on which movie I'm about to say. Dead End Drive-In was so fucking boring and, a, and just nonsensical. I, and it's, if you're going to have this weird plot, and it's interesting plot, I'll give you that. Just have it make sense. Do more work to justify that plot. Dead Dudes in the House nailed their plot. Very simple plot, but they nailed it. Uh, I'm again. I'm being a little, you know, over complimentary right now. But they did a good job with their simple plot. They didn't have any money. Dead and Driving had a lot more money, a lot more extras, a lot more. They just didn't do enough. It just didn't matter. They did half-assed everything, and it just didn't work. A really good 40-minute movie in there, and it's just padded out to an hour and a half. And I'm getting serious and drowsy right now talking about it. But. Uh, Dead End Drive-In is the shittier movie between the two. Uh, with that being said, is it worse than Death Machines? I just realized the other movie has the word death in it, and these are both dead. I, I'm going to think about that for several minutes, because I haven't thought about it yet. No, it's not. Death Machines is still much worse. I just started hearing that music. Yeah, that music in my head. And I just realized it's much worse. Death Machines, I don't know what the fuck was happening. There's some sequences in there, like the karate thing I liked, but other than that, terrible. Terrible movie. This movie had some fun stuff going for it. It was just bogged down with all the extra shit. Like I said, great 40-minute movie. Like a really interesting story. Or a really good hour-and-a-half movie if they just explained why they were there and had it made any sense in a world that I know. And it doesn't do any of that. So congratulations, uh, Death Machines. You're living on for another episode. You've been the champion for way too long. I can't believe it. I thought it was going to be like every episode I pick a worse movie, but nope. This time I got to choose the movies too, and I, I still didn't, still couldn't do it. Maybe it's, you know, I was trying to choose the best movies so I didn't torture myself as much, but here we are being tortured by death, dead, dead end drive dudes who ended up in Tombstone House and... Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.